Hi, I'm Chris Brodenin, the 2023-2024 president of the Junior League of Atlanta, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of JLA Inside Out, stories from inside and outside of the Junior League of Atlanta. Hello, welcome to another episode of JLA Inside Out. My name is Marcelle Weeks, co-producer, along with Mia Wells, co-producer. Today, we have special guest Aisha Adams, Director-Elect of the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee. Aisha, please say hello and introduce yourself to the audience. Hello, Marcelle and Mia. It's a pleasure talking with you today. I am the Director-Elect for our 108th year, coming up very soon for the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion committee for the junior league of atlanta and i'm pleased to be here great and so can you please give us an overview of the diversity equity um, and inclusion committee's mission within the junior league of atlanta sure our mission is aligned with the junior league of atlanta's overall mission which is centered around respect and our junior league of atlanta values and honoring the unique attributes that we all bring to the Junior League of Atlanta. We also um, aim to create and, and retain our members um, representing all different types of socioeconomic and demographic aspects of our community. It's really around making sure that we're training our members at, on the DEI topic, as well as ensuring that all of our members feel included and that they belong here at the Junior League of Atlanta. That sounds like such an intriguing committee to be on. Um, how has the focus of the DEI committee evolved since its inception? Sure. First thing I'll share with you is that really it's a it's a journey and it's never ending. DEI work never really ends because we all evolve as people and we change and we grow, we grow no different than the Junior League of Atlanta has changed and grown over the years. Um, I find that... Um, you know, one of the things I think we will continue to do and what's evolved over time is the training of our members on this particular subject, um, as well as opening up the lines of communication on this subject, making sure that folks feel comfortable being able to talk about DEI, because there's so much noise out there, right? I'm sure you both have heard um, so much noise around DEI just out, you know, when you're watching the news and you're hearing things about DEI in corporate America or on the college and university campuses. And so sure. sometimes it can be a little, you know, tough to talk about this subject, but we really, mm -hmm. as we've evolved, we're opening up those discussions with our members to make sure that we all feel like we're in a healthy um, environment. And it really goes to the heartbeat of the Junior League of Atlanta, which is around our members. Our members are our heartbeat, and we want to make sure that our heartbeat feels intact every time they walk through those doors at the Junior League of Atlanta or anytime they're out in the community serving the Atlanta community. And that is very, very important because when you have members who feel included, um, they tend to um, take on the mission of the Junior League as their own and and, and mm -hmm. serve the community. So it, it trickles down. I, I agree. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so in speaking about, you know, the Junior League and the work that you all are doing within the league, can you share a success story or a particular project um, you feel has made a significant impact? Sure. You know, that's an interesting question. Um, a lot of what we do is really in the background, right? So, you know, a lot of what we've done this year is around accessibility, um, things like an accessibility checklist, for instance. So when we're ha having in-person meetings or even meetings virtually, we wanna make sure that all of our members 
um, feel included and that there are no barriers to them being able to attend meetings either in person or virtually. So one of the things that we continue to work on is an accessibility checklist. The other thing is around something that some people may think is really simple, but on virtual calls, if you're in the junior league headquarters, believe it or not, we had a time when there was only one microphone at the table. And so if you were doing a virtual meeting and you may say, for instance, you, um, you know, had a problem hearing the meeting in the room, um, you know, it was very difficult. So what we propose is to just add something as simple as a second microphone so that those people who are virtually attending our meetings can hear clearly and that they can participate. Right. Um, one of the other things that we've been focusing on is also around making sure that our members know about vendors um, that are in the community, mm -hmm. in the Atlanta community. Um, so we're in the process of working on a platform for our members to be able to go out onto our website and see ver um, diverse vendors that are in the community that they can, you know, they can shop at or, you know, partake in their restaurant and things of that nature. So those are some of the things that we do in the background, in addition to partnering with other councils and committees, um, being that sounding board for those committees. Um, and again, it goes back to just training and opening up the lines of communication. Those are some things I think we're, we're proud of. Can you Thank share you. a learning experience or a moment of growth for the committee that has shaped its approach to DEI within the organization, like sure. within JLA? Sure, absolutely. The DEI space, like I talked about before, is is sometimes challenging. Um, and I'll be honest, sometimes it's thankless work because it, we are doing work in the background to make sure that the Junior League of Atlanta uh, continues to grow um, for the next 100 years, right? Um, and so our committee members are out here really on the ground doing work, making sure that our our members um, feel like they, this is a place that they can stay at for the next 25, 50 years, whatever the case may be, and that they bring other women to the league as well. We just want to make sure that we're very welcoming. Um, and sometimes, um, depending on the type of personality you have, maybe you're an introvert or something like that. Maybe um, you may feel like this isn't a home for you. And it is. And so we're aiming and what we've learned over time is that we want to make sure that we're opening people's eyes and our members' eyes to making sure everyone's included. If you're in a meeting and there are a few people who aren't talking, you know, we want to make sure that everybody's eyes are open and say, hey, Marshall, do you have anything to lend? Do you have anything to add? And so we just want mm -hmm. people to always advocate for one another. And that's what I think we've learned over the course of our journey that will always continue. Absolutely. Um, that That is great. Again, the more people feel included, they take ownership and that's how the organization sustains. That's how it grows. And that's how it makes a bigger impact when its members um, feel that they have some ownness um, right. with, within the organization. And so um, are you able to share um, some of the challenges you all have faced in implementing objectives and how you've addressed those? Sure. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call them challenges, but it really is around just the education of what DEI means to the Junior League of Atlanta um, and that we welcome all women, right? All walks of life. Um, and, you know, sometimes people may feel like, well, it's not about me. You know, maybe if you're, you know, 
a white woman in her 40s in the Junior League of Atlanta. You don't know, perhaps, how DEI impacts you, but it does. It impacts us all because it's really around the uniqueness that we bring. You know, um, it's the diversity of thought, not only when you're looking at it's not only race or what you see on the outside. It's really around the diversity of thought. And all the women in the league have something to offer. And so sometimes that's the challenge. It's just making sure that we all understand that we all um, have a part to play in DEI here at the Junior League of Atlanta. I love that explanation. And I love how it could be reflective of not just the Junior League, but the Atlanta community. Um, mm -hmm. In what ways does the community actually work to ensure that its initiatives are reflective of and responsive to the diverse needs of the Atlanta community? Sure. I mean, I think that's that goes to the partnership we have. So we want DEI woven into everything that we do here at the Junior League of Atlanta, right? And that comes also down to our community placement. So we partner with um, community um, impact and we we partner, I'm sorry, with the community the council, the impacts and measurements, all of these different committees across the league as we are making decisions around what placements our members have access to. And then also in those placements, we would like to keep an eye on what are the things that we need to do to help our members understand uh, the inequities that the folks that are in these placements are up against so that we don't walk in with a savior complex, right? We walk mm -hmm. in understanding that we um, at the Junior League of Atlanta are here to make the Atlanta community better, like one member at a time, right? So um, we we don't want our folks walking in with a cape on. We want our folks to come in and get dirty and down with the people that we work with and really like start to make an impact boots on the ground. That's kind of how I look at it. Like get in there and get with the people that we're serving and understand what they are going through. Um, because any of us at any given time may be in similar situations and we want someone to get down in the trenches with us. Right. And help us pull ourselves up too. So that's, that's kind of how I'll answer that one. Yes. And it goes back, you know, to our story um, the Junior League of Atlanta develops and trains our members to become informed volunteers. So we're informed going in to make connections with people and, you know, serving people um, for the betterment of the community. Um, I really like that response because you're right. It, it isn't about wearing the cape. It's about the connection and, you know, going in with information, being armed with information so you know what to do, how to address, how to think when we're out there in the community. That that was mm -hmm. awesome. So, um, Aisha, looking ahead, what are the DEI committee's main goals for next year and how do you plan to achieve them? Great question. I'm super excited. I can't believe it's almost six months or so before we move over to the 108th year. And and really what we want to do in the 108th year is to align, further align, I should say further align the DEI objectives to our strategic plan. Um, and so there are pillars in our strategic plan, right? The membership experience, the community impact, operational excellence. So we are looking to plug into those three areas of the strategic plan to make sure that we are here to support the league, Atlanta, the Junior League of Atlanta, with um, appropriate um, support 
to our leadership, our membership. We want to make sure that we are plugging into the areas of the strategic plan, you know, because at the end of the day, 108 years are coming up and that is phenomenal. It's like almost hard to even believe that there are women, you know, out here that were able to keep um, a legacy going of women working in the community in the city of Atlanta. Really, if you think about the legacy, you know, the first two Black women who integrated uh, the Junior League of Atlanta, Patricia Yancey and Monica Kaufman, you know, we want to keep that thing going. The DEI journey never ends. And it just harkens back to those two women who came into the league um, and transformed, um, who've made it comfortable, right, for me as a Black woman to want to join the league nine years ago, right? It was because of them. So I, I would be remiss right? If I did not bring them up in the, in the course of this conversation, you know, but at the end of the day, um, what we want to do is make sure we have an open line for our members to talk about concerns that they have. Look, we're not perfect, right? We're always moving toward being better, right? Yes. And I want our members from a DEI perspective, and I think all of the members of our board, members of leadership, Everybody wants our members to feel like they can come to the Junior League of Atlanta and it's a place that they belong. They can work in the community. They can help make this community better. And that they also make lifelong friends, right? We didn't get a chance to talk about that, but there are women in this league who sometimes come from other cities, other states, other leagues, but they, they are looking for women who are like-minded, who mm -hmm. they can also attach themselves to. And at the end of the day, I want members and the committee wants members who feel that they have a touchstone with the league. They have women who have like minds um, and that we're out here just pounding the pavement. Right. And, but the end of the day, it's a belonging. It's a feeling of this is where I want to spend my time. And these are the women I want to do it with. Well, Aisha, we really appreciate you coming on today. And do you have any upcoming programs or anything else you want to expound on? the DEI community want to share it today? Um, I think, you know, I, all I'll say is we're in the planning phases. Um, believe it or not, it's six months out. It seems like we've got a little time, but not really. So um, I just want members to um, understand how they can plug into the DEI committee. Um, I think that's the biggest thing right now that we'd like to focus on um, by um, Contacting a committee member, reach out to a DEI committee member, let us know what some of the challenges you may be facing as a member so that we can continue to do this work in the year 108 and beyond. Um, so don't ever be afraid to contact one of us, share your experiences, because we just want to continue to make this the premier league um, here in Atlanta. That's great. And, and we're glad that you all are here. You think um, you and Sarah Wilicki, who's, you know, director of diversity, equity and inclusion, you all have done a great job. I know that last year in my provisional year, um, Sarah did a training. I remember that training that she did on diversity, equity and inclusion, and it was so good and opened our eyes up to a lot of things. You know, for example, what you spoke about having the microphone on the table starting out with one and then adding others so everyone could speak or or feel like they had the opportunity to speak. And so the work that you all are doing is important and we appreciate you all. Thank you so much. Well, 
Thank you so much for joining us. That is another episode of JLA Inside Out in the Books. We will see you next time. The Junior League of Atlanta is a dynamic organization of women who are committed to making a lasting and transformative impact on our community. We develop and train our members to become informed volunteers who take on unique and targeted service opportunities. As a diverse group of women, we live, work, and play in Atlanta and believe community involvement will make the largest impact. With over 100 years of service, you would be hard-pressed to find an organization in Atlanta that has not been impacted by a woman in the Junior League of Atlanta. Thank you for listening to this episode of JLA Inside Out. If you have feedback, thoughts, or questions, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at insideout at jlatlanta.org.